0: Why would you want to listen to two old guys yelling at clouds? And the worst
1: thing? One of them is a fucking Swifty. Anyways, if you're still listening, here's Adam and Steven.
0: Yes, welcome out to it. This is the Old Men Who Yell at Clouds podcast when we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. It is November 13th. It is approximately 11 a.m. We are podcasting live out of Vancouver, British Columbia.
1: Yeah, and we would like to acknowledge... That the land on which we gather is the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of Musqueam, Squamish, and tsleil nations. Good morning. Yes, we would.
0: Uh, that's sultry Voice you heard with Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Hey,
1: Adam. It's been a long time. We've had lots of yes. breaks. Oh, before we get into it, yeah. but hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into okay, it, okay. Uh, you can support our podcast by hitting oldmenhealclouds.com and subscribing to our podcast. And if you want to help us out, please donate. That's all. That's all. Let's move forward. And yes, you were right. That has been a long time. But first, I forgot to fill in the stuff that I talk about. So we should also mention that this is episode 120. Oh, yes, it is. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but uh, I forgot to fill in my little cheat sheet of shit. So I did that off the cusp of my head. So that means I still got it, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Right on, you do. Except um, for that cough, while you, including oh, that. Fuck. Cough. So yeah. I think,
0: I think I caught a sinus and a cold. Oh fuck! Um, like two days ago,
1: you've been sick okay, for so, a while. Okay, okay. Let, let,
0: Let's let's back this up. Let's back this up. So we were supposed to get together last weekend, but I had to cancel because what happened to me was I was at home, but my parents went on the on a vacation, so they were going to take our dog our uh, five-year-old Australian Shepherd Odin to a kennel. But the people at the kennel got sick and had to close down for a couple, like, for a week. So I had to dog sit my poochie with work. So for seven days, I was getting about three, four hours sleep doing the dog schedule, doing a bunch of shit. And uh, I just didn't have time to record this podcast. But um, it brings an interesting conversation. Um, If you go on vacation what do you do with your pets yes cats pretty much need to be just fed but dogs need to be walked and fed and you know they they need a a human around to do all this shit but cats are way different so i've never owned a cat what do you do on vacation when you uh when you leave the kitties around
1: well you're right dogs are probably a lot easier overall but cats still require attention um, yeah, yeah. especially our cats because they are we don't just throw food for them every day and let them, let let them have at her, right? So, um, so it is a bit of a, you know, it's still a bit of a uh, not a hassle, but it still takes a little bit of work on our side too. So yeah, 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 for sure. So we we um you know we have to f- find somebody to come in to feed them basically and take care of them and yeah. play with them a little bit and and whatever. But that's you know that's still pretty tough because. Um, well, somebody still has to go out of their way, take time out of their day, at least a couple times a day to, to stop by and, and check them out. And it also, I mean, it's, you know, it's trusting people too, trusting people that you know to come into your own place, uh, trusting people to make sure they take care of your pets, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's uh, right now our cats are obviously pretty good. Our past cats though, you know, of course they had health issues and, you know, they required definitely more attention especially diabetic cats who require that, uh, you know, a little bit more monitoring that you have to make sure that they do eat and then they get insulin at a certain point and stuff like that. So it's a lot, it can still be a lot of work with cats too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. So <coughs> it's very, very difficult. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. But anyways, anyways how, you survived, uh, obviously. I survived, but uh, Yeah.
0: But because I think I was, you know, getting four hours of sleep a night, maybe sometimes two, three, because I would juggling work through it. I, um, I got sick. I'm sick again. Yeah. I was sick at the beginning of uh, near the end of uh, September. Not COVID. Still did a COVID test this morning. Still don't have COVID. Yeah. But yeah, just the sinus cold going around. I was up. My nose was like a faucet last night. I was fucked. I got maybe three, four hours of sleep again last night. So tonight I'm going to take some amazing Tylenol cold and sinus pills with some sleep aid and hopefully... Uh, Hopefully get some sleep. Yeah, today. yeah. That's the plan, anyways. All That's right. the plan. Well, good luck. Hope you hope you're feeling better. <laughs> oh fuck. Anyways, how are you been? What's going on with you? Did you go on a vacation? Not vacation. You went on a work trip.
1: Uh, no work trip until later this month. That's at the end of the month. Oh okay. Uh, I did take a trip. Was I? Uh, I can't even remember when I went to Canmore again because I did. I did. Did we talk since? I can't even remember when we last chatted. So. Yeah, so fuck. I I think I think I did. uh, I was it was before my trip to Canmore. Yeah, so it was a quickie. It was a quickie, four days or something like that. Uh, Spent time with the parents. Hung out there for a little bit. The weather in Alberta at the time kind of held off. It was still decent. I was still wearing the shorts, even though even though it was only four, five, six degrees during the day. But uh, I survived. Right after I left, the fucking snow and fucking minus temperatures came. So. It was a good time, awesome. good timing on my so part. So you
0: essentially brought that to Vancouver with you.
1: No, it's the other way around, man. Uh, oh, I mean, right. I know it's easy. I know it's easy. You could say that, but I think they got all that fucking rain that hit here. It turned into snow and cold there. So I'm going to blame you in some way. I don't know how we're, we're going to. Done. Yeah, I'll, we'll I'll just, take it. I'll just blame it you. Doesn't matter to me. That fucking cold and all that other shit. You just kind of fucking spread it everywhere. I'm a super spreader, yep. you know? That's a very real thing. Thanks a lot.
0: And you know what the greatest thing is? I'm still masked up going into public places and stuff, and I'm coughing. Everyone looking at me like I have five heads. <laughs> it's the funniest fucking thing. I mean, put your mask on. You wouldn't have this issue, and I kind of walk away. Uh, but uh, so talk to me about the airport. Any airport problems on the way to Canmore, or was it pretty smooth?
1: Uh, n- no airport uh, problems. Uh, fairly smooth this time, actually. Because, yeah, back in yes. August, when I made those three trips, um, things were pretty crazy, busy, lots of delays, that sort of thing. Uh not so bad this time at all. So, went through security without any issues. Um the flights, yeah, the flights were too bad overall. Nobody's wearing a mask anymore. I guess that's the only issue. Oh. I was probably one of a you know, how many people are on a fucking one of those 737s now? Uh maybe let well less than 200 people, I guess. I don't know how many. Yeah. I don't know how many people. There was probably a dozen people wearing masks, something like that, right? So, Wow. Um, so that's that's kind of kind of sucks, I guess, but what are you going to do?' Just try and take care of myself, right? That's all we can do, man.
0: People are so fucking stupid here. We've been saying it since day one well um, yeah
1: and but the thing is you think it's bad here, it's worse than Alberta like I went to the grocery stores in Canmore and stuff like that. I was the only person wearing the mask I guess there are a couple people working there who are masked up. some of the pharmacists behind the counter they were still wearing masks. all of the customers. Fuck. Nobody was wearing a mask. Alberta is fucked, man. They're, they're worse than we are. I know we've got it pretty bad here sometimes, but you know, kind of wonder about some of the people. Alberta's is just fucking backwards. <laughs> oh, they're a bunch of fucking idiots. Wow. Anyway.
0: Uh, but uh, it was a good visit with the parents?
1: Yeah, it was, it was really nice. Good to see him again, trying to help out and do a little bit. Uh, it, it's, there's, you know, there's things happening, you know, that of course, they're just getting older, man. It's just, it sucks. And it, yeah, I hate yeah. I hate watching that, but I'm going to try and stick around and, or do things whenever I can anyway. So, so yeah, that work trip at the end of the month, I'm kind of piggybacking a, uh, another stop in or a visit with them on the way back, uh, come through Calgary, Canmore, and then spend a couple days again and then uh, back to Vancouver. So.
0: Will that be your quote unquote Christmas visit?
1: Uh, probably, probably because, yeah. um, I do have some time off at Christmas, but, um, yeah, it's, you know, flights of course are more expensive in those two or three oh, weeks yeah. right around Christmas. I, I, I checked flights just for the hell of it anyways. Yeah. They're fucking, you know, it's quite a bit. Prices of flights probably, uh, triple, quadruple in some cases in those two weeks. I don't know how they can get away with that bullshit, but, don't uh, anyway,
0: surge pricing whatever it is just like the gas prices i love how no one's talking about how the gas hit like 206 again today it was down early like it was down low and now it's up again and no one gives a fuck anymore it's just yeah. like
1: we just bend over and accept
0: it it's, i just don't know what's
1: happening anymore well it's sad that we kind of have to do it but you're right what are we what are we going to do uh, we bitch and complain but that doesn't seem to work and uh um, oh, no, no one cares yeah no one cares it fucking sucks so anyways, your, uh, your vacation's coming up too. You've got a birthday coming up. Are you, got, got a uh, birthday. are you looking forward to that? And what about Christmas? You got time off then? Are you doing anything, going anywhere?
0: So I have to work on Christmas because I'm the bottom end of the totem pole at work.
1: Well, that's big money, so, so you shouldn't complain, yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm not complaining. I don't really care, to be honest with you. Uh, I do my Christmas stuff with my family in the morning. We have been doing it like that way for years, so I'm not going to miss that. I am gonna miss the girlfriend's Christmas celebrations, but whatever it is, what it is. Yeah,
1: she, has she got family and stuff? I can't remember if she has family here. If she's oh yeah, doing she, her family
0: and, lives yeah. out uh, out in the Maple Ridge. Okay, so it's not too bad. Pretty quick little, pretty quick little commute, but it's not too bad. But uh, yeah, I leave in two weeks. I'm going to Vegas in two weeks. Hopefully, I kick this cold by then. And yeah. when I come
1: back, I'll catch another one from Vegas. Yeah, no kidding. But. As long as you don't catch uh, something else in Vegas, I guess. So,
0: Oh, fuck. Hey, <laughs> what happens in Vegas? Days in Vegas.
1: Yeah, that's not, well, all, yeah that's, that's not always true. But anyway. I
0: know. You bring it back. It comes back and bites you. <laughs> exactly. It, oh, fuck. I, I got a story for off air for that. Okay. But, uh, anyways. Uh, 13th and uh, today's the 13th. What day is today? Yeah, 13th. So we record next weekend. Then we're off for two weeks. Then we record for two weeks. Then it's our Christmas break. So we're, you know, we're a little sporadic here at Old Man Yellow Clouds. But we try really hard. Okay, people?
1: Yes, we do. Yes, we uh, but,
0: do. But what was happening while we we're gone was daylight saving time. I still hate daylight saving time. Not to mention it fucks up the pet schedule and your own schedule. Fuck. Yeah. How did you deal with this here? Did you, uh, did it screw you guys up a little bit? Do you enjoy it? You do get an extra hour of sleep though.
1: You know, I, I, I'm kind of tired of it. It doesn't, it doesn't mess with me so much. I don't have a problem adjusting. I know it fucks up some people pretty bad, but um, just that one hour either way, springtime, fall time. Doesn't bother me any. Our cats, we really noticed our cats It fucked their up their schedule cuz they're pretty they're pretty tight. They come bugging us yeah. when it's supper time and uh they I think they're still messed up. What are we a week later here now or something like that? Or is it a week? Yeah, it's a week, I think. Yeah, this a week. They're yeah. yeah, they're fucking they're always hungry anyways, but I think they're really fucked up this week. Um yeah, they're always bugging us an hour earlier for something to eat, so a uh, little bit of a pain in the ass. But overall, I just think it's fucking stupid. I, I just, I, well, oh, I can't these fucking politicians, because it is the politicians at this point who are really holding things up across Canada uh, and the United States. Uh, and, and the sad thing is, I mean, it only makes sense, but the sad thing is those of us here in Canada are waiting for those dumbasses south of the border to get their heads out of their asses and do something about this. Um, in, in BC in particular, I know even Horgan was pushing it, uh, his days are numbered, right? He's retiring or he's stepping down. Yeah, yeah. So one of his last moves I think was to, was to talk to those idiots down there and try and, you know, just, just remind them and like, Hey, we've got this, we agreed to do this how long ago and it still hasn't happened. Right. And people are pushing forward. People hate the fucking time change all the time. Let's just get it over with. Right. And they, I think ignored him. Um, but yeah, we're, we are waiting for, um, BC is waiting for Washington state, Oregon and, um, uh, California to, to fucking get their shit together before we can make a change here. But you know what? Why not just fucking do it at this point? Because we're going to be waiting forever. Yukon did it. Yukon did it. Yukon is directly North of British Columbia they said, fuck it, we're going to standard time and that's it, we're not fucking changing the clocks anymore. So why can't we do it here in BC? And that's, that's, true. I mean, that's, and that's the other thing. It's not only getting these other provinces and states kind of in line with you and making the change at once. It's also some, some provinces want to stay at standard time. I think, I think that's the yes. move that uh, the Yukon made. They, they are permanently on standard time. Um Saskatchewan I think never did go move to daylight saving time. So they're on standard time permanently. Other provinces including I think British Columbia when we were talking about it, we are thinking about staying on daylight time. Yeah. So daylight saving time. So uh like fuck man. Like it's just fucking stupid. Get your shit together. It's a simple fucking arrangement. Agree to the fucking same move and get it over with, man. Like it's just Everybody's doing something different all the time, and it's bullshit. It really is. That's it's that's true. politics, man. No, it's it's the same thing, regardless of what you're talking about.
0: The uh, you said some great prep on it. the uh, The bottom of it it says the United States Congress still needs to approve the change before an individual state can move ahead. I don't really understand that. Who gives a shit what the United States thinks? Like you're right, BC should just move forward and just say fuck it. Yeah, not this shit again.
1: Yeah. And of course, uh, and of course, yeah, there's the, yeah, I I don't know. It's, I was going to add to it, but fuck, it's, I think I've said all I can about it. It's just, uh, seriously. And again, it's, we're going to be bitching and complaining about it. It's not going to do any good, but it just goes to show the level of frustration that the people have with this thing. It's just like, it's time, man. Let's just do it and move on. Right? So.
0: It's true. And, uh, speaking of time, um, oh, sorry,
1: sorry. I, I, I just remembered there was one more oh, thing. Yeah. One more thing to add about it is that the time change also messes with, they say that, um, you know, just because of, just because of the light and the conditions at the time that there are more animal collisions with vehicles in, uh, uh, like in the fall time or with any time change, I think. And I don't know exactly why that is, but I guess they've done some studies and stuff and proven that's, that's, you know, what's happening here. And so, yeah, that's kind of sad to see. Nobody wants to take out wildlife. Of course, people get injured and cars get totaled and shit like that too. So like if, it's just another reason why we need to do this, right? So.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, what the fuck was I going? Oh, yes. Oh, we missed Halloween. How was your yeah. Halloween? Did you end up doing anything for it?
1: I uh, did nothing at all. Uh, we watched a movie. What movie did we watch? Oh, we watched Flatliners, the original one back in 1990. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a horror movie, I guess. Um,
0: With like Julia Roberts? Yeah.
1: Kiefer Sutherland, um, yep. Kevin Bacon, uh, one of the Baldwins. Which Baldwin was in that? Uh, I don't know. One of those brothers anyway. William, William, right. So, uh, so we watched that. Had seen it before, but I couldn't really remember parts of it. So it Started coming back to me as uh, as we started watching the film. So that's all we did. I actually got back from Canmore that late in that afternoon, I guess. So um, oh, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, well, that's. I mean, that's the extent of our Halloweens, anyways, right? It's we don't do much. I don't know. It's kind of. Oh, we're, I'm getting old I guess. <laughs> so we don't um, we don't have kids. Uh we're in an apartment building. Fuck the costume parties and shit like that. We don't go out to anywhere. Anyway, so yeah.
0: Um I was uh checking out uh, com, and it looks like you watched 20 movies for your uh horror fest. 31 days Is of horror. Is that what
1: I did? Okay. That's yep. did pretty good um, though.
0: Yeah. That's pretty good. That's uh, the goal is to watch thirty one days for every day in October. Exactly. But you did twenty with life and stuff going on and traveling and stuff. You did yeah. pretty good.
1: That's pretty nah, good. that's not too bad. What I, was
0: the best movie you watched during that time? Oh
1: shit, man! Um, I've got to bring it up real quick because I can't even remember what I watched. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. Got to Should be keeping a list for everything here, right? We need so, lists. Need lists. All right. sticky notes Where's we need the, lists of sticky notes there it is 31 days of horror so um, I think I mentioned I watched a bunch of uh, old Italian films old black and white uh, films from Italy yeah, so yeah. those were okay uh, oh I did see uh, uh, let's see oh, I mentioned Pearl I think last time we chatted Pearl was pretty decent it was okay uh, I watched a, a newer movie with with Donald Sutherland uh, Kiefer's oh, father of course uh, a movie called Mr. Harrigan's Phone it was actually it was actually kind of decent. So it was kind of a a slow burn and then it kind of uh got really interesting. I guess the whole thing was interesting, but uh yeah, it picked up kind of nice. So uh so that was a good film. Uh let's see what else. Uh that was kind of a couple other ones. As Above, So B- Below was I think I remember that being another decent film. So um, I don't know. Nothing really stood out. They were. It was entertaining. It was fun. Some shitty ones in there, of course. Some decent movies. Oh, on there top always of it. is. So yeah, but I, I enjoy it. It's uh, it's uh, it is time consuming, like you said. Um, but I found time at least, anyways, to watch a few films. And I, you know, I got to watch most of them on my own because the better half doesn't uh, doesn't appreciate the horror flicks. So uh, yeah.
0: Um. I to put your foot down. What the fuck woman? Uh, fuck.
1: <laughs> no, I, I understand it, but, uh, so I mean, so that's, but that's the thing, right? So, you know, we're already yeah. complaining about it's not being enough time to do regular things. You know, you got work, you got some other stuff, lots going on. I've been busy at work. And then you try oh, yeah. and fit these horror movies in too amongst the hockey schedule, baseball schedule, uh, life schedule, stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty tough, but, uh, yeah, I enjoy it, though.
0: Uh, I didn't watch any horror. I watched the Scream movies. I usually watch a couple of those for Halloween. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, I think. Okay. And uh, did not actually watch any sort of quote-unquote horror flicks? I mean, Scream I don't really think is considered a horror flick, but uh, maybe the first one was, but it's more like a horror comedy sort, sort of something like that. Um, yeah. I did want to see a show called My Best Friend's Exorcism. It looked kind of funny, the previews and stuff, but uh, never not thinking around to that. Maybe I'll get around <laughs> to that soon. But the um, how were the fireworks in the downtown core? Because I know in Delta they were fucked.
1: Well, they, they weren't too bad here. Usually that whole week leading up to Halloween is always pretty bad. Um, I was away again for part of that week prior, uh, that yeah. evening they were out there, but I don't know if they were as bad as recent years. I'm not so sure. They were, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't terrible like they have been in the past. So you know, but the thing is, number one is they are illegal. At least in the city of Vancouver, yeah. they are illegal. I don't know how they're going to police that, but you know, they people just shouldn't be doing it, and they still do, anyways. Oh yeah. It's, I I just don't get it. Uh, I re- I really don't. They are so, what's what's the fucking big deal, man? Call me old again, but really, what's the what's the fucking so what is so exciting about going out and setting off fireworks, especially downtown Vancouver? I mean, come on. I know there's a couple smaller green spaces around. Sometimes they go down by the uh, well. I wouldn't say Coal Harbour, but somewhere closer to um, um, to the what's it called? The, uh, you know, container ships and all that. The, uh, the fucking, whatever it's called. Uh,
0: Oh, down by, uh, like down like, east,
1: like crab park and like that. Yeah, area, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, there's a, it's a little bit easier, I guess, to get away with it there, but still, I just don't get the point. Uh, you've seen one set of fireworks, you've seen them all. And what's so fucking exciting about it? Uh, here, here's, here's the biggest thing for me though, is that lots of, uh, they scare the shit out of people. They scare the shit out of animals. That includes wildlife and all pets as well. And people might think that's, oh, well, it's no big deal. Your, your dog is inside. Don't worry about it, man. You know what? It scares the fucking shit out of them. And they freak oh, yeah. out in a really bad way. Sometimes if people are out taking them for a walk, because that has to be done, uh, they freak out. They can get loose from their collars, their leashes, they can, they can fuck off and run into traffic and get hit by a car. They can run off into the bush and you'll never see them again. Um, yep. It really fucks them up. It needs to stop, man. This, is, this, is, this has been going on too long. It's fucking no, dumb. It's, it's a dumb thing for people to do. And it's really even more stupid that they don't fucking get it. The problems that it can cause.
0: I th- <coughs> I think that um they should really come down. Like I I get the excitement of blowing something up. I think it's kind of cool and I did it when I was younger. But I never went off like I'd only do it on Halloween for like an hour. You know what I mean? Like I'd run out of money and run out of explosives and that's kind of the way it was. Um but the way it is now, just like the whole month of October, people are just blowing shit up. Yeah. And the week prior to that, Diwali, I'd argue was even worse. I was working in Surrey that night, and they were blowing up shit in our station. Oh, no way. And it was not... I don't think they meant to do it directly, but the stuff would just fall over and whip across King George. And they were blowing up inside our station. Uck. So... You know, that's not being responsible with it and stuff. And you get all these guys that are fucking ruining it for everyone else. But it is, we are getting old and it does fuck with the pets. I wouldn't mind seeing it to still have the joy of it because I think it was kind of cool back in the day. But the fact that it's now, you know, starts end of September and goes till now, like I still heard a couple last night is bullshit. Yeah. I would think, I would be for it if they would be able to set sort of bylaw or law or fucking time coded or something that you would get three hours to blow it up. You get from six to 9 PM on Halloween night to blow shit up and that's it. And, uh, but that will never happen. That's uh you know, that's wishful thinking, but, uh, it's, it's bullshit. And you're right. The cats and the dogs and all pets, the horses, horses are even worse. You think a, your dog or a cat's bad. Go watch a horse during the fireworks. They lose their fucking mind. Yeah, But, uh, Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, It should, uh, you know, and shit catches on fire. Um, But you know, those videos are cool, fun to watch. Like the fireworks factory exploding; those things are those videos (laughs) are fun to watch. But um, everything else about it is just it's just bullshit. I think it's dated. I think it's you know, if they can't get a certain time lock or a time for it, they should just bat them all together. Because you're right, it's it's a it's a fucking crock of shit.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, but the thing is they've got to ban the celebration of lights and all They just ban the whole fucking works. They're illegal mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Why should they fucking spend those three nights in the summertime blowing thing, blowing shit up as well? It's no different, right? Yeah. It's no different the, Then the excuses or the reasoning behind it is the same thing. It's, it scares wildlife then it scares, scares your pets. Um, so just fucking just, just ban it. Completely. Well, it is banned, but somehow they've got to fucking police it a lot better because, I, I mean, and, and look at the shit that happened in Delta that night, the fucking, the, the rioters, uh, hey, you call them, yeah. call them whatever you want. There was, I don't know how many people who ended up gathering there, three, 400 people, a bunch of fucking punk kids. They went Some after, they went yet. after cops. They caused a lot of shit, right? So, uh, and again, it's just because, I don't know, uh, just because they aren't policing it properly. And again, I know that's probably a tough thing to do, but still, they got to find a way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty sad.
0: If we don't have the answers, people. We're just bring it to your attention. If you have the answers, you know, get a hold of us. com. Please, we want to talk to you. That's it. That's all we got. Uh, yeah. It looks like you got your uh, second booster. Did you get your second booster?
1: Yes, second booster, done. I, um, so what
0: what did you end up getting?
1: So I ended up getting the Pfizer bivalent uh, vaccine. Uh, so that's that, the B four B five one. Yes, yeah, so that's the new one from Pfizer that's just come out. Uh, okay. I, I'm glad of I'm glad the timing kind of worked out this way because I was really l- reluctant t- to get the Moderna one. Uh, Moderna hasn't been part of our package in the past. I guess not that it matters, but we got two AstraZeneca to start, and now two of the Pfizer boosters. Um, I wasn't really too keen on it, so just again the the, the different uh variants that they are kind of covered uh, underneath those two or by those two boosters, uh moderna and Pfizer. they're they're completely different so uh, so yeah, it worked out really well. The thing is, uh I just walked into shoppers one day and I, because I wasn't expecting it to get done, actually. I just walked in to find out if that if they had received the bivalent uh the Pfizer one yet. And uh, yeah, yeah. because it's been, it was kind of delayed there for a little bit. Uh, I did, we did get our text message message saying we could book, but uh, there didn't seem to be a lot of appointments in, in you know, in the near future. Um, anyways, I just stopped in for the hell of it to see if they had received it. And they said, yes. And I said, well, hey, I'm here. If you have time, you know, hey, can we do this? And they said, well, we usually take, we usually require appointments and. We don't take walk-ins and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, yeah we'll yeah. do it. And I said, okay, cool. So I got it done. Awesome. Yeah. So it worked out really well. Um, yeah, I, I felt I felt great. I think I had a sore arm, of course, maybe for a day or two or something like that. Did I have a headache the next day? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Felt good. Nothing wrong with it, man. People should be, everyone else should be get, uh, getting out there to, to get that uh, second booster in them. It's important.
0: See, I, I was going to get mine done, but I developed this cough, and I went and saw my family doctor because it's close to your birthday. You know, you see your doctor, see what's going on, get blood work done, make sure you're okay. And uh, I'm like, when should I get my booster? She's like, well, do it after you get rid of your cough. I'm like, okay. So now I got this fucking other cold, so I won't get it. I'll get it after. I'll get a book for December, mid-December at some point, and get uh, my fourth or second booster done. But... um the conversation came up: Is do you still continue to get your boosters? Uh, I don't really have a bad reaction to it, so it's okay. But I don't get flu shots because every time I get a flu shot, I get all fucked up. Uh, did you get a flu shot or no?
1: Yes, I did. I got that a couple of weeks prior to me getting the booster. I guess so. Yeah. So I think this is the, the the is it this the second year in a row now or the third year? I can't remember now. So um, because it, I mentioned it before, I've never got them in the past either. Didn't really yeah. believe in them, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, it's something I've gotten now a couple, couple or three years consecutive. So, uh, same thing, felt fine. No problems. No problems. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Every time I've gotten it, I, uh, I've gotten it twice and every time I've been the sickest I've ever been. So, yeah. uh, no more flu shot in my life.
1: Well, see, see, here's the thing now is that, and I know you brought this up in your prep and they are starting to mix all of these, um, uh, vaccines together now. Uh, is it, has it happened yet? I don't think so, but, um, if they start doing this exclusively, they, and I don't know if that's where they're going with this, but if they start doing it that way, then you really don't have a choice. So, so that's concerning for me too. Again, Just not not because I won't get it, because again, I have the flu vaccine, so it doesn't really matter at this point for me, but there are people, again, like yourself, so maybe who don't want it, they should have a choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about that. So So, the, um, the, the thing that's been popping up is a triple demic, which includes RSV, COVID, and the flu. And uh, this is just one of the many articles on it. There's a bunch of stuff going on that you should educate yourself and read about it. But, uh, you know, they're, like you said, the yards ER coming up with vaccines that are mixing ev- all this, everything together. And, um, you know, it's becoming a, it's overrunning the hospitals again. It's, and this is all the things. It's the regular cold. It's the COVID that's been, you know, plaguing us for the last two years. And uh, this respiratory infections and stuff. So. Uh, an interesting stat I want to pull out it says that at the end of October 22nd there were 46 children under the age of 5 so that means it's affecting children too and in schools which is like a which they have breeded uh, from my understanding um, you know a very very a, a, like a superseded place where you can a lot of kids are still getting COVID and sick but uh, again no masks in school but I was uh, reading and seeing that they might bring masks back after the new year so for uh, january they might implement masks in school but it's too yeah. late then but uh yeah this shit's fucked
1: yeah well i don't know if it's ever too late but still for well for some people yeah it'll be too late yeah. because they'll end up in the hospital or some people will end up dying and, and so it for them yes it is too late but um overall it's never too late um for the rest of us and um I, I, it sounds like there's a lot of discussions happening that, including the politicians and the people who make these decisions, they're contemplating. Some of them are certainly recommending that we wear masks again, but it's obviously not to a point yet where it's being mandated. Um, those conversations are happening. So will will it ever come to it though? I, I, I while I would like to see it, maybe personally, I think it's really going to be difficult at this point to implement. There's too many people who are just going to say fuck it, and they're not going to, uh, they're not going to abide by any new guidelines or restrictions or whatever, and they're they're just of the mind that's well, what what are you what are you going to do about it, right? It's like these fucking idiots with fireworks, except on a bigger, much bigger scale. They're going to say, well, fuck you, I don't want to wear it. So what are you going to do about it, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's where we're at in this fucking world in this pandemic now, and I don't know. I don't know what we're going to be able to do about it if it comes to that point. So you're right,
0: you're right. What do you do about it? No one's policing it. No one policed it before. Like they're not going to police it now.
1: Yeah, uh, and exactly. So that's the whole thing. People know that they can get away with it. So, so they're just going to say, "Fuck it. Uh, I'm not going to wear a mask. You can't force me." Yes, employers may be able to force you. I guess at some point, uh, just. Like they did, I guess, with vaccines, and that didn't make people happy. But uh, yeah, I mean, but they can say they can mandate masks in the office type thing, right? Um, so, so you're forced to in those situations. Um, but it going into stores, ri- riding transit, people are just they they just if they don't want to wear it. They're not going to wear it.
0: They do not care. No, they on don't. That stuff. No, they don't. And it's, it's, it it sucks because it's, it's the shit that's, uh, that's screwing us over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And um, again, it's, uh, you know, again, we're, I say this all the time, man, but it's, it's why we are still in this, uh, well, we're going on three years here pretty soon. So this has been going on for almost three years. We're still talking about this bullshit and it's because people don't care. People are ignorant. People are thinking of themselves. They're selfish. And, um. Yeah. Here we are.
0: This seems like a good time to talk about Elon Musk. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> yeah, another fucking arrogant asshole um, who just like, doesn't care about anybody else.
0: Well, he's just... he. So, he bought Twitter, he owns Twitter now, and uh, I came up with the fucking line. Uh, Elon Musk is running Twitter like he's a 2004 mod and still figuring out the settings. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. He's... Uh, so Twitter, one of my favorite social media platforms. It's super cool. Uh, before you would have to go through this process to get verified and do all this shit and send in some stuff now, but now that he's making you pay for it, like an $8 ad or a super tier, I guess what it's called to get verified and to do everything else. And he's reconfiguring the algorithm. So you see those guys first, then your regular news and stuff. It's, it's becoming a fucking shit show. There's so much stuff to talk about. The funniest stuff is the parody accounts. So uh, he said that a lot of people are just making up their new names and having parody accounts and uh, parodying Elon Musk, and he's getting all pissed off. Uh, And he put out an official tweet. Well, fuck, who knows if it was him, but I think it was. It says, going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in uh, impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. And I have a couple. I follow a couple YouTubers, and they fucked with them, and yeah, they got suspended, yeah. which I think is hilarious. But um, yeah, this is. Uh, I don't know. Does it make you want to uh, stop using Twitter? Does it make you want to use uh, what you've been talking about for a while here, at Mastodon? What do you uh, What do you think? That's uh, what do you think the answer is?
1: Uh, well, well, you're right. You know, I've been, I've been trying to read up about all of the bullshit going on with Elon Musk and, and Twitter and, uh, over the last two weeks since we last chatted and I had a whole fucking shitload of stuff to, you know, to kind of talk about last week and even more shit to talk about this week. And it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just like, fuck, where, where do you start? There's so much we could go on, uh, over this. I mean, you, you kind of summarized the kind of a lot of what's happening though with, with the verification and the parody accounts and just some of the other stuff. Um, I, I'm, see, the funny, the, well, the funny thing is the sad thing is, I guess, he, he, prior to all of this and prior him to officially becoming the owner of Twitter, he basically said, like, he loves comedy and it, there's nothing wrong with it. He basically endorsed comedy on the platform. Well, par- yeah. parody accounts are kind of comedy, right? So, so yeah. it's just kind of ironic now that he's got pissed off because somebody, everybody now is parodying him, making fun yeah. of him, and uh, and now they're getting banned, right? So, so he can do it, but nobody else can, right? So,
0: <clears throat> exactly. The
1: thing is, <clears throat> here's here's what did it for me. I I've been I knew about Mastodon quite some time ago. I actually did sign up for a create account back in the springtime. I haven't really paid too much attention to it. Lately, though, I have been trying to learn more about it. I've been playing yeah. playing around a little bit more. There is a bit of a learning curve there, you know, even just to understand how it all works and to set up your account and stuff like that. It's not that difficult. People shouldn't be scared of it, that's for sure. Um, people shouldn't be scared of doing a little work and learning a little bit. Um, here's, here's the thing, I'm done. You know what? I, as of this morning, I am done. And what did it for me is obviously a combination of everything that's been happening and just who Elon Musk is and and what he represents, what he says, how he treats other people, all that stuff. Um, Yeah. But this morning, what really did it for me was there's this, uh, there's a a senator in the United States. I think he's from the state of Massachusetts. There's that word again that I can't say. Uh, Massachusetts. His name is Ed Markey. He... um, he's not a fan of Elon Musk. Um, And, and he's done and tweeted some different posts recently about what's going on with him and how he's running the running Twitter into the ground. Uh, This morning though, he was talking about verified accounts and how somebody impersonated him. And he basically just said like, he wants, he wants answers from Elon Musk. He, he did, uh, he did tweet at Musk and, you know, he said, you know, something about profits over people and and uh, stuff like this, and how he wanted an explanation for it. Well, Musk uh, promptly replied, uh, "Perhaps it is because your real account sounds like a parody." Well, the thing is that somebody did create a parody account for for Mar- this Markey, the Senator Markey, as well. So, but it's obviously the, the account tweeting this information is the real account of the senator. And so here Musk is making fun of a, you know, a respected Senator of the United States. And, um, and then he re- replied after, uh, you know, uh, so why does your, uh, uh, personal profile have a mask? Because in the mask, it's, uh, Ed Markey wearing, in the picture, it is Ed Markey yeah. wearing a mask, right? So, so he, he's making fun of a Senator. He's making fun of the pandemic, which, which is still, uh, which is still with us. Um I think back at two months or one month after the pandemic started, it was Musk who said, like this is bullshit. This will be over within in 30 days or something like that. So well here we are three years later, right? So Yeah. Um see the thing is he's crying about money. He's crying about profits. He's trying to do whatever he can. He advertisers are quitting. Well if I was an advertiser, would I want to spend my money on Twitter when here your owner is treating other people like that and saying these things? No, I don't blame. I don't blame advertisers for leaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm done, man. Why should I stick around? The thing is, there's a, there is a lot of good people on Twitter. There's lots of great organizations. It's a, it's a great resource. That's why. Um, that's why I came back, and. Um, I may miss that. Uh, Actually, initially, I probably won't close my account, but I'm certainly shutting it down. Otherwise, I'm not going to be active, that's for sure. But I'm done. Uh, Like, it's just, forget it. I don't need, I don't want to support that bullshit anymore. So I'm not going to stick around and, uh, you know, read the disinformation that, uh, that is spreading a lot worse than it was before Musk came along. So that's how I feel.
0: Yeah, it's uh, he's pouring gasoline on the fire. It's uh, you know Twitter was already pretty much his own entity before, but now it's even worse. You know I'm just you know I'm just the I'll stick around for a bit. I like to I want to see I'm like that Michael Jackson meme when he's eating the popcorn. I just want to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a really great thing. I don't know if you watched that video, but I follow this YouTuber. It's MKBHD, and he had a lot of good things to say. Is like is Twitter really over? What was it called? Dear Twitter, I think it was. Yes, that's it. And, uh, yeah, that was a, he had made some great points and Elon tweeted to him and he said, yes, I'm killing it or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, but you mentioned Mastodon, and I went looking for a list of, uh, other stuff that might kind of replace it. There's something called clubhouse, which is, uh, same kind of thing It's uh, there's something called Substack and medium. There's a uh, Tumblr is making a big appearance back. Uh, something called uh, T2 or TBT. Bunch of stuff coming out that way. So I think they are. Uh, a lot of the competitors are coming out of the woodwork. I mean, they haven't really been around before. Well, they have been around before. But I think the limelight is being shined on Twitter so much that these things are fuck Twitter, come to us kind of thing. Like you said, Mastodon and all that stuff. Uh, but another big key thing is that he sold, what, $44 billion of his Tesla stock to fun Twitter or whatever it is?
1: Well, you say he has sold a shitload for sure. That's what he purchased Twitter for was $44 billion. Uh, I think there's still some Saudi, um, people in there with him. So it's not all his money, but he has certainly, uh, he has certainly sold a lot of the Tesla stock. Now, why did it all go to the Twitter purchase? Uh, where else could it have gone? I guess, uh, who knows, right? So um, the other thing, the uh, you mentioned these other platforms that are coming along and some of them are social media. Some of them are more like writing or blogs and stuff like that. Like Substack is more yeah. of a, uh, people write articles and stories and stuff like that. So it's, I wouldn't call it social media, I guess. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, anyways, there are some other ones out there. Uh, I, Mastodon is not... Twitter, it's not exactly like Twitter, um, but it's kind of a similar similar platform, it really. The processes are kind of the same, I guess. Uh, the other thing that is coming along though is Twitter founder Jack Dorsey actually is working on a replacement to Twitter, an actual replacement. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's not even in beta, I don't think yet. Uh, so it hasn't even rolled out to that point. But you can get put, you know, you can request to be put on a invite invite list or or something like that. And um, when they are ready for that, uh, they'll let you know. So I'm trying to find the name of it. Um, uh,
0: Blue sky. Blue
1: sky. That's it. Yes. So that I've never heard of this before. Yeah, it's it's his because of course, yeah, he he was the founder of Twitter. He operated it for quite a long time. He sold it for a shit ton of money Um, for whatever reason he's decided to start up something similar so that's that's where that is at I don't know if and when that will actually come come to fruition but uh, it'll be interesting to see if it does it'll be interesting to see where that goes
0: interesting yeah I don't know that's that'll be cool that's something to watch for sure
1: yeah definitely
0: All right. That's, uh, that's, that's and shit. Uh, what else? Where else are we? What else else have we missed? What else have we
1: missed? Well, let's see. Let's talk about some, let's talk about some music. Fuck it. How's that? Live Nation.
0: Oh, yes. Look at this shit. So I think we struck a nerve. Uh, there's, um... An article was put out that Live Nation addresses hidden fees and soaring prices in the third quarter reporting. They had a profit of like sixty-six billion dollars. What did what was it? Uh,
1: now, six, they made a shit ton of money. Six billion dollars. That's just for uh, the third. Just for the third quarter of this year, which is up sixty-three percent from twenty nineteen. So, um, so we bitched about uh. Ticketmaster and their their fees and all of this extra shit that they're doing, of course, to make more profits. See, yes. see, the thing is, they. I think they. I think this article or this statement from Ticketmaster ultimately is basically them deflecting the blame or, or deflecting like they've done anything wrong. They're basically saying that uh, it's the uh, it's other people's fault. It's other organizations' fault that things have gotten to be where they're at and and that's see it's just i don't think they're they're not trying to make things better i don't think by this statement and the no. and the and their uh financials that got released that's for sure in fact they're probably just making themselves look more like fucking morons i think so um you know and to and to blame other people and to you know because i think they're saying that you know some of this stuff has been mandated and that they've been following the rules that have been set in place and stuff like that well they're always trying to tinker and trying to find a way around the rules and uh they're always trying to make more money and they're always trying to screw the consumers and uh to to start blaming other fucking people for this fuck shame on them man just like to just like twitter i want nothing to do with ticketmaster
0: yeah it's the same it's 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 bad
1: yeah, it really is. Uh, I'm
0: just looking up. Uh, I bought uh, tickets for Ed Sheeran. Um, wow, it looks like it's sold out now. So this is BC Place. They're all. It's all pretty much sold out now. Which is uh, which is crazy. So yeah. I bought tickets for 191 dollars. Uh, for the for the events, and when I checked last time, it went up to two twenty-five. So they went up thirty-five dollars. That's not the artist doing it. That's Ticketmaster doing it for this new thing or their uh thing called surge pricing. As demand goes, they uh, raise prices. As demand's lessons, they lower prices. So yeah, that's bullshit to begin with. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. But uh, at the very bottom, it says uh, President Joe Biden promises to crack down on hidden junk fees in concert tickets. But, you know, that's only sort of part of the problem. That's uh, it's a Ticketmaster thing. And it's them just trying to that surge pricing right off the top is bullshit. You know, $14 for a service fee is bullshit. Delivery fee to get your tickets that you just bought. You have to pay for that. That's $4 per ticket. Like, come on. Like that's shit like that. You know, $14 and $22.00 so 14 so that's $18 in like fees that really shouldn't exist and that's just pocket the ticketmaster and live nation are just profiting off that yeah. you don't need a delivery fee or a processing fee that shit doesn't make any sense you're coming that's the only place you could buy it if i could line up in line for it i would but they took that away from us so
1: well i mean i i get that it's an online thing now and it costs money to maintain a, a service like that <clears throat> online especially when you're talking about security and you're talking about millions and millions of tickets and all that kind of stuff and a whole shitload of events. Like I understand the cost of, of operating that, uh, securely. And, um, but, but still, uh, it's it still, I, I just think the fees are just enormous and out of this world. And again, to, yeah. to throw extra fees on top of it, like this surge fee is just, you know, and, and the thing is they are upfront about it. That's that, see, that's the thing. So in their mind, they are following the rules by, by not having any hidden costs and all that kind of stuff. Sure. They're not hidden costs, but they're just fucking ridiculous is what they are. Like the search fees are just stupid. Like it's just another yeah. way of, for them to pocket money. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's beyond a joke already. I just don't know. Yeah.
0: I just don't know what to say.
1: Yeah. I, I don't either. Just well we'll be talking about it for a couple weeks. Fuck Ticket Bastard. That's all I have to say.
0: Fuck Ticket Bastard. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh but music. We do enjoy music. Uh, you see this new festival in Vegas? This old school new metal festival that's happening. It's called uh, what the fuck's it called? Sick New World. It's uh some pretty sweet artists on this. You know, Corn, Deftones, Evanescence, Helmets, all the old school fucking rock bands. Yeah. That era. What else? Turnstiles, Chevelle, Papa Roach, Flyleaf, Mr. Bagel, Placebo, Ministry, Gold Chamber are getting back together for that one. Kitty, Spirit Box, KMFDM, 7Dust. Like it's stacked body count.
1: Yeah, I, I know, and that's Stabbing why westward. I don't know. They're, they're calling it new metal, or some people have called it new metal. I guess I don't. I don't completely understand that because not all of them are new metal. That's for sure. KMFDM, Killing Joke are not new metal. No. Um, Melvins are not new metal. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. Who else? There is some really cool stuff on here though, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. In Las Vegas. Right. Yeah. May 13th. Is so, that it? May 13th, 2023, in Las Vegas.
0: One day only. So it's yeah. sold out, which is understandable. So, th- what they're doing for this is they did that, uh, a Brave New World, a Strange New World, whatever it was. It was like this pop punk one that they just did. Yep. And so, what they do is they have two stages side by side with a rotating kind of platform. So, artist one plays on stage one. And when they're done, um, they go to stage two. So artist two plays, and the stage rotates as they're playing, so they can set up different stages. So that there's there's a constant flow yeah. of like set lists and set changes and stuff. And I was trying to figure out. I heard that they were doing thirty minute sets. So you go see them. You see them for thirty minutes, and they're done. But no, they're, apparently they apparently do, they're doing full sets. Like, you know, half hour, forty five minutes. The headliners, like the big guys, are doing an hour. But uh, yeah. You know, you don't really know until you get there. But apparently, it's run well. It's it's supposed to be super super cool. You know, I'd go see it, but tickets for it was like they were like three seventy five or four seventy five for the day, and that's a lot for a day.
1: Festival. That is a lot of I mean, money. You would for sure. You got to get down there seal. in the first place, and accommodations and shit like that. That's a that's a thousand bucks just for one day of entertainment. That's a lot of money.
0: But you would see literally everybody. You know, if you, these are all your favorite bands, yeah. You know, I'd probably go to if Metallica was playing. You know, that'd be fucking rad. Yeah, they'd play twelve songs, but uh, <laughs> and they'd be the hits. You wouldn't see any of the of the uh, the B sides, but uh, you know, it, it'd be cool. Yeah. Fuck. But again, a thousand bucks to see a show. They're doing like a like, there's a bunch of new ones they're doing, but I think it's cool. Uh, you know, some trying something new. This would never tour, but the logistics behind this must be a shit show. I would hate to organize that.
1: Yeah, that's... uh, I mean, just look at the poster. How many bands are on that poster? And to have all those bands uh, playing throughout the day, one day, is just... Yeah, it's got to be a nightmare for sure. (sighs) Seems
0: like a bunch of bullshit. Well... But who knows I'd go you know if the right bands are playing I'd go see it it'd, it'd be cool yeah uh, but it'd be like again people I still don't know how to feel about crowds it's still kind of a, still kind of a mismatch. yeah but uh,
1: I'm just not into it I'm still not feeling it myself that's for sure and I know I may be missing out on some really cool stuff but uh, that's just just the way it is
0: it's just the way it goes yeah okay let's see if I can play this for you here our buddy friend of the show the Todd Kearns has uh, come out with a new project called Heroes and Monsters. Did you get a chance to listen to this? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, it was, kind of a uh, little heavier for Mr. Todd Kearns. It is, but yeah. uh, he's always been kind of hard edge. Uh, I didn't mind this song at all. Uh, mo- song is called Monsters or Locked and Loaded by the band called Heroes and Monsters. Check this shit out. We won't play the full thing, but. Uh, New uh, new stuff from Mr. Todd Kearns, which yeah. is awesome to see.
1: Yeah, really cool. He's always keeping busy. He's always doing something. That's for sure. He's got always these side projects on the go all the time and doing some different things. And the live stuff, obviously, happening all the time in Vegas. And yeah, good good for him, keeping busy.
0: And don't and don't forget, he plays with some hack of a guitar player.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know who
1: that is. No, we kids. Slash, no. is fo- I
0: actually he, met Slash. Did you? Were you working at T Fox when he played the Commodore? Slash.
1: Uh yes, because I got photos from that show. I was also in studio when Neil Morrison interviewed him, so I was there in the oh, studio wow. too. Yeah, that was uh that was kind of a, a strange one. He had his handler with him. He's a very shy yeah. shy gentleman. Um, I don't think he wanted pe- a lot of people around. Um. So I think I was only able to get a couple shots. No, nothing else. Nobody else, right? So typically, when a, when an artist comes in, everybody gets it. We, you know, anybody who wants to meet him, that it typically happens, right? With him, no. Uh, I got a couple quick snaps yeah. with him and Neil Morrison. Uh, nobody else was allowed to be in the studio. Um, yeah, I think
0: I, I was there because I was hitting the buttons for Neil, but I didn't even get a photo of him. Yeah.
1: No, I didn't either. Like, just I got quick,
0: Yeah, I just yeah. got a
1: quick shot of Neil and him, and that's it. So uh it seems but, like a nice guy. I again I think it, it's not him being a dick. I think it's him just being, you know, quiet and yeah. shy. He doesn't like the spotlights. Um you know, so that's just the way it is. I did see so he played two obviously
0: sold out nights at the Commodore. And uh I did see him backstage then, okay uh I got a photo like a group shot of workers, so it's me, Tom Cole, and Elena.
1: okay, together yeah it definitely wasn't them. there for that. that's for sure that's too bad uh,
0: but uh that, so that that was it. that was the only thing I got but yeah. it's uh you know fuck well that was that was a show and a half. yeah uh have you ever seen that band before play
1: Who, who's that his
0: uh yeah it's uh, miles kennedy a uh, slash featuring miles kennedy and the yeah conspiracers.
1: yeah for sure like i said like i said I, I think even todd was uh obviously on bass playing that show already he was part of the band i think at that point and yeah yeah so i got some group i got some live photos from that show i was in the pit and everything so it got some cool shots i remember that awesome yeah so uh yeah that was awesome
0: Okay let's talk tunes I'll go first Pick of the week New Godsmack Are you a fan of Godsmack Did you like Godsmack at all That
1: first album Is really good actually I really enjoyed it After that I don't know that I I think I picked up The second album I think I quickly Lost interest in them But First album is good And uh, you know what This song uh, This song is alright It's a Just a good rock and roll tune I think
0: You know It reminds me of a clutch song And I can't figure out What it is But You know Pretty chunky riff you know, yeah. still up there kicking ass. They put on one hell of a live show. Uh, if you've never seen Godsmack Live, put that for your list. I know you're not going to shows, but fuck, it might bring you back to shows. They blow shit up. They have more power than the Kiss show. They do dueling drums. They do a they do a bunch of shit.
1: Yeah. I seem to think I saw them back in those early days, too, in Calgary. I, I don't know why. I don't know if they opened for Danzig at one show or uh, I can't even remember. I think it was at the university at Mac Hall um i can't remember for sure i'd have to go back and look at my list actually i think i got a t- t- ticket stub even somewhere i don't know I- shit i can't remember that's too long ago you
0: you got some stuff going on but yeah new godsmack album coming out uh the album is called uh lightning in the sky and i think it's coming out in february
1: yeah cool but, yeah uh, it's not a bad tune
0: it's all right you know it does its thing uh this The weekend that's just passed was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where fucking Judas Priest finally got in. The Judas Priest. Uh, They played with the original members, which is super cool. There's no official recording, so this is off somebody's phone. But, uh, you know, it's cool to see that uh, KK and Glenn on the stage again. Uh, I still tell everyone the story that we got tickets to see Priest at the (laughs) Hard Rock Coliseum. And we thought there'd be an opener, so we showed up about nine thirty, and we caught Painkiller, and that was. You know show.
1: what? It wasn't even that late. It was like just before eight o'clock. We got yeah. there. We got there. What we thought would be early. You know, even if there yeah. wasn't a, a, a headliner, we thought they were starting at about eight o'clock. We got there yeah. just before eight. I remember this, and because uh, it kind of, kind of pisses me off. Not anybody's fault but uh yeah we caught i think the encore uh, that's really yep. that's really that's it we caught the encore man they so they were they were the only bands playing that night at the hard rock uh and i think they started at like six o'clock or something yeah, like that right like who the fuck starts a show at six o'clock when they're the only the band old playing <laughs> old people yeah even that is just that's just a little ridiculous that's you know what that's that's, literally. that's too bad um because I don't know if I'll see them again, and uh, yeah. Anyway, kind of sucks.
0: Anyways, congratulations, anyway. Judas Priest. Uh, yeah, I know you're not gonna like this. No, but, no, hang, uh,
1: hang on, hang on. Let's talk about KK. Oh, uh, obviously, Glenn Glenn Tipton. Uh, yeah. He has, uh, I think, he's got Parkinson's uh, or something like that, right? So that's why he is. While he's still a member of Judas Priest officially, he does not uh, tour, tour with the right. band anymore. He makes the odd appearance for some songs in certain in certain cities, so that's really nice to see that uh, he's still contributing. He definitely writes a, still a lot of the material, so he's still yeah. writing songs, new songs and stuff like that. He played a big part on the last album um, kK was a was a was a nice surprise. he seemed to be having fun up there. he seemed to become estranged from the rest of the band just because he decided to quit and didn't like the direction. I don't know what it was. He didn't get kicked out, but right. he decided to quit. And then he cried and complained when they didn't invite him back. When Glenn got, you know, slowed down and couldn't tour full time anymore. Um, but anyways, he was still up there, rocking away. Footage. Well, he's footage, here right now. Like he yeah. sounds
0: fantastic. Yeah. Like it arguably could be the greatest part of the song. You know, the solo. But you know, yeah. you don't have the solo without the rest of the band. But grand great uh, did you watch this did you see it yeah. live did you pay attention to the po- 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 no po-
1: I forgot all about it so it's good that you kind of brought it up here and uh, I was able to check it out so yeah some I, it would like it would be nice to see some pro shot stuff with good audio quality and I don't know if that's out there somewhere or not but um, yeah still good still good to see so I love Judas priest
0: oh yeah Sam I think that uh, I think it will be out um Professionally pretty quick It's always a little late But yeah. uh, We'll see uh, Again uh, You don't like rap But Eminem got inducted To the Rock and Wall Hall of Fame uh, He had a pretty killer performance He brought out Steven Tyler Who is Because uh, he sampled Dream On In one of his songs So uh, uh, A song called Sing for the Moment But he brought out Steven Tyler To sing the chorus Or the hook And uh, of course Dream On For Eminem song uh, Cool performance I'm a big Eminem fan He fucking killed it Uh, but I know you're not an Eminem fan, but, uh, it's, uh, you know, the conversation has been brought up before is, does hip-hop belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I think we talked about this last year, or maybe two years ago even, when NWA got inducted or was it Ice Cube who got inducted, but, yeah, I'm not even too sure. But I think it, you know, I think it has any sort of cultural impact. I think it should, you know, sold millions and billions of records. Yeah, by all means, you would be along in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What is even Rock and Roll anymore? I don't even know. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, good conversation to have. But what do you yeah. think about Eminem being inducted to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah,
1: I don't know. We did have this conversation, and I tried to stay neutral. I mean, it is, you know, music influences a lot of different, uh, you know, rock influences a lot of different genres and stuff like that. And Yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I yeah. I don't like this. I don't listen to this. Yeah, um, yeah. If it's not rock and roll, then maybe they should change the name. I don't know. Like if it, rock and roll Hall of Fame. If it's not rock and roll, then maybe they need to change it. I don't know. Like um, music Hall
0: of Fame? Just music? Yeah, hall of fame
1: something. Or, whatever it is. I don't know. It's. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I'm, I'm trying try have. yes, it is. And, and I'm trying to stay neutral. I'm not sure that I can, I guess, I, <laughs> because, you know, like I said, as, as much as I've tried to listen to some of that music and maybe appreciate it. And I, you know what? I can't, I, I just cannot, mm-hmm. I cannot stomach it. I can't listen to it.
0: Yeah, no, it is, it is what it is. Um, yeah. no, no judgment on my end, but, uh, you know, thought of good one day, your mind will open up,
1: and you'll be like, "Holy it's, shit,
0: what have I been missing for it's years?"
1: Too late for that. No, <laughs> <laughs> too late for that.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, bring us back in the real world. What did you? Uh, what is? What is your pick of the week this week?
1: My pick of the week is um, this is. Uh, let's just bring it up here. Uh, start playing a little bit. Uh, this is some really cool stuff. Um, I have known of this band for a little bit now. I discovered them somehow on Bandcamp. This is their, is this their second or third album that's out now? Um, It's their second full length that is out now. That's right. Their first one was an EP, a band called High Command. Um, This song is called, uh, I got to turn it up now a little bit. The song is called Imposing Hammers of Cold Sorcery. This is just some good thrash, heavy metal. I just, you might argue, um, not argue, but you might quickly say that some of this maybe sounds like uh, even Metallica. Uh, I don't oh, know yeah. parts of it. Well, I mean, it's obviously Metallica has that influence on most bands anyways, who uh, from this genre. So this is, this is great stuff. This album is out at the end of the month on Southern Lord Records. Name of the album is called, uh, what is it called? Eclipse of the Dual Moons. I, I just love this stuff, man. It's just, I picked this up. I pre ordered this on uh, on Bandcamp, and I can't wait for the rest of the album to come out.
0: Fuck yeah, you did.
1: Yeah. No, great, uh, great,
0: great song, man. Yeah. I was uh, pretty big fan. Pretty big fan. Uh,. Doesn't this come on on Record Store Day? Isn't there like Record Store Day on the 25th?
1: Uh, it's on the 25th, actually. So they... Um, oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Arriving November 25th. So it does come uh, Record Store Black Friday. I don't know if this is going to be a special release for Record Store Day. Um, I think it's just a regular release. It's a, I don't know if there's any special packaging or colored vinyl or anything like that. A limited edition type thing, right? But... Yeah. Um... Power Trip is, a, is another band that comes to mind. These these guys in Power Trip kind of go hand in hand. So similar sound, similar vocals. Anyway, good stuff.
0: No, good stuff, good stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that's my my pick of the week. I, I did add another uh, song in there, and it's not a new tune. And we were talking about Guns N' Roses uh, earlier. Uh, Guns N' Roses has reissued or re-released the uh, what is it? The thirtieth anniversary of um, of use Use Your Illusion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So of course that was uh, that was basically two albums full of music that they released at the same time. Versions were Use Your Use Your Illusion. I can't say it. Use Use Your Illusion, your illusion. one and two. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, it's four albums though, right? Two CDs, four albums of music that re- they released. So they've uh, remastered all that stuff and they uh, released a new version of um, November Rain. And they, yes. so they re-recorded it or they, re- they somehow mixed in a, basically a 50-piece orchestra into the song. So uh, it, it sounds very similar. I mean, it's not a drastically different song. I don't uh, yeah. have it up here, so I'm not gonna play it. everybody knows that tune but um but I think it's uh I think it sounds really good. I like it um, it's not a bad not a bad version of the song
0: yeah I have uh so um a friend of the show uh universal music rep Dale uh sent me a bunch of the stuff, yeah, and he gave me a bunch of notes. so the main differences are the intro, so the intro the orchestra is up all the way. So it says, but the very first piano notes even sound different than the original because the mix is so much clearer. That being said, the intro stays incredibly true to the original, but the string section is a little more pronounced. At the 101 mark, you'll hear an ascending string melody that matches the piano, which didn't exist in the original version. Also, the flute melody is a bit more muted. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh cool. and it says for Axel Rose's vocals no, the vocals were not re-recorded but they are not actually different but the mix makes them stand out more so the spotlight really shines on them. It's uh so they I think they just um brought them up in the mix a little more. Yeah. Uh what else is here? Uh, during the last verse where Axel Rose sings and when your fears subside the shadows to remain i know that you can have love when there's no one left to blame. There's another string melody, so a different orchestration part that didn't appear in the original. Cool. And the outro is the best part of the song. The new outro rendition is where things get really spicy. The buildup of Slash's explosive guitar melody is somehow even more dramatic than the original. Mainly because the string section sounds like it's gearing up for war. But because of the mix, uh, Axl Rose's vocal harmonies can be heard. And some of the upper register vocals that must have been drawn on the old version is now sounds... Is now What does it say? has now been brought out in this new version, which we've confirmed that there's no vocals, but it sure sounds like it because there's new melodies. Cool. So they've done a bunch of stuff, and I must say, this new User Illusion album pounds in my fucking car. Yeah. Like, they've they've brought up all the frequencies and stuff, made it more modern, and fuck, it just rips. That whole album, I listened to the full one and two a couple weeks ago, or a day, a couple, about, I guess about last Friday when I was whipping around. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, she pounds a little bit.
1: I've listened to it as well. I really like it. It sound, does sound. I don't have the system that that you have, of course, but uh, yeah, yeah. Even even so, um, it sounds a lot better to me. And it's a great it's a great album. Well, two albums, I, I suppose. They're just calling yeah. it "Use Your Illusion" now, not not the one and two for this uh, anniversary edition. But uh, well, I think I think the full set. I was looking online. I think there's a full set of eight albums and a bunch of Blu-ray shit. There's a full limited super box set or something like that. And I think it's worth like six or 700 bucks or something like that. So yeah, I won't be buying that, but, uh, but they re- they've really gone all out for this for sure. And, uh, uh, really cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, that old Guns N' Roses is, is, is awesome. Well, it's classic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
0: I thought they played this day in history, but I was wrong. Uh, This day in history in Vancouver, Van Halen played with Alice and Chains.
1: Oh, cool. That would have been the tour I saw in Calgary then, back in 91 or 92 or something like that.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm just trying to find this. We have a... uh, JJ, JJ's wife does a great uh, job. She posts a bunch of shit um, of all the shows they've seen, and they've seen a fuck ton. Oh, no kidding. But... uh, yeah, this day in history, uh, Van Halen with Alice in Chains at BC Place was Wednesday, November 13th, 1991, and they paid $36 for a floor ticket. They were Section A, Row 2. Oh, so, no Assuming kidding. they had great seats. Wow,
1: yeah, that would have been but, all right.
0: Uh, that would have been a great show. No kidding. That's, uh, yeah, who knows. It's uh, That would have been awesome. So you saw that tour in Calgary, eh?
1: Yes, I did, yep. Uh, great show. Nobody knew who Alice Chains, uh, were. Uh, everybody was there to see Van Halen. I think, uh, and I may have told this story too here before is, uh, uh they were basically booing Alice Chains off stage. Not because they were bad, but just because they were dumb and stupid and didn't have any, they were there to see Van Halen, right? They, they didn't yeah. want to put up with, uh, some fucking grunge Seattle band. And, uh. Uh, grunge was still fairly new, bunch of fucking rednecks in Calgary didn't want to have anything to do with it. So uh, they weren't too happy with uh, Alice in Change, which which is too bad because uh, that first album of theirs kicks ass as well. And uh, I mean, yeah. I, I sure love that band uh, for sure. And uh, I enjoyed this show personally from what I can remember. Yeah. But um, yeah, those cowboys don't have an open mind.
0: Yeah, Cowboys. Nobody likes Alberta. But uh, yeah, no, that would have been a great show. I, miss, uh, I wish I was uh, a little older so I could have seen that and appreciated that. There's a lot of stuff I wish I could have seen. But I really wish I saw Led Zeppelin.
1: Yeah, oh, me too. But, that would have been uh, really, really cool. Uh, that's the one. For sure. Another, just a quick, uh, some quick music news as well. A couple of passings this yeah. week, which is really, really oh, too bad. Yes. Uh, Nick Turner from Hawkwind passed away. Um, really, really too bad. He was 82, so he's getting up there anyways, but he was still like touring up, I think, till his last days here, wasn't he? I, I, thi- yeah, I think, I mean, so. he's been still pretty active. I did see Nick Turner. It was, uh, Nick Turner's Hawkwood, I think was the band, uh, uh, name at the time. Uh, I saw that show at, um, at, uh, Venue, What was the name of the venue before it became the venue? Uh, Plaza? The Plaza Club. Yeah. Yeah. I may have still been called the Plaza Club at the time, but uh, so just fuck a tiny little place. I saw that band there or was it the rickshaw? Anyways, I think it was the, I think it was the Plaza Club. So that was really cool. Oh, that's all right. Um, Of course, uh, Nick Turner and Lemmy played together in Hawkwood way back and then uh, Lemmy got kicked out, went on to form Motorhead. We all know that story. Uh, Another passing, yeah. Another passing. (laughs) Keith Levine. Keith Levine was one of the founders of the Clash. Most people probably aren't aware of that. Um, So he actually, I think, joined the Clash before Joe Strummer even came along. So those were the early days. I think he wrote some of those songs that were on the first album. I don't at, at that point, though. I don't think he was part of the clash anymore when they recorded that album, uh, even though he wrote okay. a couple songs, uh, he went on to form, uh, public image limited with, um, uh, with, uh, Johnny Rotten, John Lydon. Which is awesome. Uh, so that's really cool stuff. Yeah. Really just the sounds, uh, guitar sounds. Uh, he was really, I think, uh, uh, influential um different music i think you know obviously public public image limited and the, the clash different different types of music one is uh, i guess punk at least in the early days public image image limited is more post-punk some might call it new wave i don't know anyways i think <laughs> i think he was tired of the political direction that the clash were taking uh because of course joe strummer was very political of course yeah um, and the other members of the band um, anyways he passed away as well he was only 65 so he's not that old although i think he had uh, i think he had liver cancer so uh, kind of sucks just one of those
0: things rest in peace to those fellas yeah yeah it's always sad gone when, but never forgot always sad when the music go. lives on anyway uh you watch anything else this week besides your horror movies
1: well, that's all done. So uh, although I've always got tons of horror movies I can watch, I don't need to wait for uh, October. Yeah, fuck, for, I keep for forgetting
0: it's the 13th. I think it's like just after like, Halloween. Oh, I know. It's like, like it's mid-November, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just passed uh, Remembrance Day. Did you celebrate uh, Remembrance Day at all?
1: I did not. You know, I always used to love going down to, the, to Victory Square, and I was there all the time, I think every single year. Obviously, the pandemic came along. Um, it sounds like it was packed there yesterday or the day before, lots of people. So it's good people showed up, but again, I think it's just, you know what, the crowds, I'm just, I'm just not, uh, I don't want to be around that many people crammed into a, sure it's outdoors. So that makes it a little bit better, I suppose. I just don't want to fight the crowds anymore, man. So I, so I didn't go, uh, I didn't go, um, but what did uh, what did we watch? Oh yeah, so it is mid-November already. It's crazy. Anyways, been watching uh, two two new shows here. Well, they're not new actually. Uh, not new so much. One is called Succession. Have you seen yep. that or watched that or heard that or?
0: Not until I had to look it up on your prep. Yeah, today. <laughs>
1: this this crazy entertainment. Uh, this crazy family owns a big entertainment conglomerate and. I've never seen so many fucked up people. Uh, <laughs> I know it's only oh, wow. TV, but, uh, the whole family's fucked right up, man. So yeah. you kind of wonder how they could even function and, and keep a, uh, such a large business, uh, afloat. And, uh, well, obviously they do have a hard time doing that. So anyways, it's so it's all about that. We're still watching season one. I think there are three full seasons out now. Season four is probably on the, on the way. Um, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's something a little bit different. Um, just watching this fucking train wreck of a family, man. It's crazy. Um,
0: it's uh, It kind of reminds me of Shameless. You ever
1: watch Shameless? No, I have not seen that.
0: Oh, fuck. It's all on Netflix now, I think. That's worth a watch if you have Netflix. I don't remember if you have Netflix or not. Oh, you know what, what I do want to talk about? is the uh, Canadian finance manager. did you see this news that popped up a little while ago? What the fuck is her name? Uh, so she said she said that with the cost of inflation she was going through uh, the her family bills her credit card bills or whatever it was. and uh, Christina Friedland did you read about this?
1: Uh, so no, she, I thought uh, I thought some of this sounds familiar though so I don't know fill me in. fill us in. so she said that, uh,
0: she was so first off the cabinet ministers every April 1st the cabinet ministers get a 25 to 30 percent raise. So that is huge year on year whatever they're making 25 to 30 percent pretty much works out on their wage like in between twenty and fifty thousand dollars raise yearly depending on what they get so that blows my mind but, the uh, Christina Freeland came out saying she was going through times were tight, so she was going through her credit card statements, and she said that she got rid of Disney Plus because that nineteen or that twelve ninety five a month was impacting their budget. So they uh, she got rid of this Disney Plus thing, whatever it was. But the fun, the internet being the internet, it came out and brought. Uh, they funded a GoFundMe page for a kid so they can have Disney Plus. <laughs> No way. And as of this, as 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 of right now, they've uh, there's a, a five hundred dollar goal, and it's at like uh, I'm just trying to Google it. I fucking can't find it because there's a, there's a few. I think there's some fraud ones, but the original one, as I took the screenshot, had uh, four hundred and fifty three dollars in the account for a kid wow. so they can watch Disney Plus. But um, I just thought that was fucking hilarious because she's the finance minister or something with the finances. Oh, yeah, you can save money by uh, deactivating
1: your Disney Plus.
0: Well, fuck off, lady. Fuck.
1: Well, it just goes to show you how out to, of to touch they are, I guess, with with you know with Canadians. And uh, I mean, it's you're right. They get a paid a shitload of money. That's for sure. I don't know that yeah. their salaries increase that much every year. Maybe they do. I don't know. I wasn't aware of that either. Sounds like no, quite I have a, to look it sounds up. like quite a bit, but regardless, she's getting a shit ton of money for what she does. And uh uh to be complaining about thirteen, fourteen, fifteen dollars a month to keep her kids occupied and entertained, it's uh yeah, it sounds a little ridiculous, that's for sure. So she's she's she doesn't represent uh most Canadians, I think, because most Canadians are struggling. She's not, that's for sure. Yeah. Ah, uh, crazy. Thanks. Politics and politicians. I know we could probably discuss what's happening in America right now, too, because it is kind of in the news with the midterms and stuff like that. But uh, uh, I don't want to go there other than to say that the fucking Republicans fall fell flat on their fucking faces. So that's, that, that's kind of cool. And uh, I think Donald Trump was hoping to make a comeback and announced 2024 for president. I don't know if that's still going to happen. Yeah, who knows? Because a lot of people aren't happy with him, especially since the Republicans failed so badly. Um, Anyway, it's a train wreck everywhere, man.
0: And you know what's kind of full circle? I would keep up with that stuff on Twitter, but there's so many now fake accounts, it's hard to figure out what's real and what's not. So you just have to wait and see what...
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, it's not... It's not just the fake accounts. It's just because there's no moderation anymore either, right? So there's, yeah. so it's, uh, it's just spreading all kinds of disinformation and misinformation. Uh, it's yep. worse than ever. So as much as I like going there for news, you're, you're right. What is, what are you reading? And What's real now. What, what is real, exactly. So why, why spend so much time, um, trying to consume stuff when you don't even know if it's accurate or not, right? So that's why I'm stepping back. I I I just want to step away because I just, uh, uh, I'm tired of it and I don't want to support an asshole like, uh, like Musk, so.
0: It's for me, like, because all the news accounts that I followed before are still the news accounts. For sure, like they were the trusted source before, so that information is still there. But finding new information, like if you type in midterm elections, finding that new information is where it becomes sketchy because yeah. it's bringing up the hashtags and you can't figure it out. So it's still half reliable, but not for "quote unquote" breaking news. But if you think about it, it never really was because you know you would take it with a grain of salt. You know, you would hear about a shooting, you would type in, you know. Starbucks shooting, and you would try to figure it out, but you would only get a certain piece of the news until it was really officiated or whatever it is. But yeah, you're right. It's becoming a shit show, so it's going to be interesting to watch.
1: Well, it's... I'll be interested in Yeah, I was I was going to say, it's not entirely true. It was the, the place for breaking news at, at one point, and I know maybe that's not yeah. the case. Like like that really terrible, tragic incident in Las Vegas, that shooting yeah, at the, at the right. concert there. Like, I was following that right at... Right, at, as soon as that broke on Twitter, I was following that, and that was that was breaking news. That was people uh, at the scene. They were concert goers. They were news people. They were providing information basically before the major news outlets even knew what was going on. So yeah. uh, I don't know that Twitter is like that anymore. You're right, and especially with all the bullshits and and parody accounts and and fucking liars and cheaters and you know, spreading fake news. Uh Yeah, you just don't know anymore. So it was good at one time and I'll miss it for sure because it's it's not the same.
0: It's very interesting. We're at a very interesting time, people. Yes, we are. <sighs> don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. Uh, But I'm out of things to say. Do you have anything else to say?
1: I think that uh, it kind of took care of everything. I mean, we could have gone on and on with some of this stuff. I had. I have tons of information on Twitter and Mastodon, but uh, I'll post some of those links. Um, I think, again, it's up to people to, if they're interested, to kind of do the research themselves and find out the information. And if you really yeah, do want worry. to step away from Twitter, there are alternatives. They're not going to be the same. Mastodon has gained in popularity. It's become... It will probably never become as big as Twitter. It'll never become as, certainly became as big as Facebook by any means, but it's yeah. uh, it's growing. Uh, it's become very popular. It's, uh, will it stick? Will it hold? I, I don't know. It's too early to tell. Uh, it, a lot of it does depend on Twitter because people will keep going to Mastodon if things keep happening at, at Twitter, like, and, and if Musk keeps doing some of the things he's doing and running it into, into the ground. Um, Yeah. So we'll wait and see, but people should check it out. I think it's, I think Mastodon, I think there's something there. So, uh, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's cool. And I'm going to be very curious to see how the ads work on that.
1: There's no ads. Um, There's no ads on Mastodon though. That's, that's the thing. It's, that's the main thing. There are no, there is no advertising. Um there's there's good incentive right there for people to fucking move. Yeah, right because tough. fucking Twitter is a fucking shit show and yeah. uh you know, I know Musk is is crying about advertisers and he needs advertisers and certainly there's not enough at this point and that's why he's trying to implement this fucking blue check marker whatever $8 a month or $8 fee or whatever it is. Yeah. Um yeah, there's no advertisers on Mastodon, man, and it's um there's no ads, no ads. So check it out,
0: and the greatest thing about it is it's open source. Yes, you know that's that's I think you know that's really draws me into. I don't know anything. I just besides the stuff that you've sent and that we've talked about, uh, maybe I'll try to uh, sign up for it and uh, keep everyone updated with my uh, mastodon experience. And plus, that's a fucking sweet name,
1: mastodon. (laughs) Yeah, although uh, although yeah, they although <laughs> they copy some things or try to copy some things from Twitter, uh, so I think instead of retweets, I think they're called toots, which is kind of toots. kind of yeah, uh, yeah. Who wants to who wants to do a toot on Mastodon? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, th- listen, so there's some, there's some weird things, but um, but it's it's uh, there's many different servers. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's. Um, uh, I don't know. There's a word I'm looking for. Basically, it's it's decentralized. That's the word I'm looking for, right? It's it's not a central it's not a central system like like Twitter is. Basically, it's one platform. You've got uh, one set of rules, and you have to abide the, by those rules, and you have to do deal with all the advertising and shit. Um, there's not with Mastodon. There's not one central server or instance, and you are joining a specific server. It allows you to communicate throughout the Mastodon platform, but basically you're signing up to a specific server and you have to agree to the rules and regulations and shit like that for that specific server. Otherwise they can boot you off. Let's say you're Donald Trump and you tweet or post a whole bunch of bullshit. Well, they can say that server, the amends of that server can punt them, right? Sure, he can go find another yeah. server where somebody will accept him. But um, anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of very basic stuff about Mastodon, but uh, worth checking out.
0: Yeah, of course, check all the links and everything we talked about at over at oldmanhealclouds.com. And uh, I, think, I think that's, that's it for it. us. That's That's it. Uh, So with that being said, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course, Google Podcasts, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter fuck cancer get vaccinated dumbass a woman's body is your own fucking business and please take care of yourself all right if you like this podcast make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on if you don't like this podcast we'll try harder next week we promise thank you for listening stay healthy stay safe we'll talk to you soon see you later so you just wasted between 15 minutes and two hours of your time was it worth it nope but
1: you have more time to kill you say Find out about everything you just listened to and more at oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com.